You are listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast, where we try to help people globally build wealth in a halal way. We hope you find it useful and fun. Anything you hear in this podcast is not to be understood as personalized financial or investment advice and only represents the views of the speaker. Investing entails risk, including loss of principal. Be sure to do your own due diligence before you make any investment decisions. Assalamu alaikum. I recently reviewed the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap and revealed my comfort level investing in them from a halal perspective. I've decided to review the next five cryptocurrencies by market cap. I'll give you my comfort level investing in Polkadot, Dogecoin, Binance USD, Terra USD, and Shiba Inu. You can see a full up to date list of cryptocurrencies which I've reviewed on practicalislamicfinance.com for free. Link to do so is in the description. It's important to verify the information presented here on that list because my stance on a particular coin may change. And while generally halal, I think cryptocurrencies can be haram if they are primarily used for haram purposes. So I will be checking the utilities of these cryptocurrencies to determine my comfort level investing in them from a halal perspective. On this topic, when giving my halal ratings for cryptos and assets in general, I don't like to use the words halal and haram in light of the tremendous responsibility entailed when using these words. Instead, I use the terms comfortable and uncomfortable to represent my ratings and as a reminder to the listener that ultimately these are judgment calls, which I may be wrong about, so be sure to do your own due diligence. I should also mention that just because I am comfortable investing in something from a halal perspective doesn't mean that I think it's a good investment from a financial perspective. If you want to know those types of opinions, then become a PIF member where you can follow my crypto and stock portfolios move for move in addition to accessing exclusive content and a list of other perks that is expanding with time. Link to do so is in the description out further ado. Let's get started. The first cryptocurrency on our list is Polkadot with the symbol dot. So you may have heard of layer one blockchain solutions like Ethereum, Avalanche and Solana, which are platforms upon which decentralized applications can be built. The issue with these blockchains is that they tend to optimize for some use cases at the expense of others. As a result, different applications will prefer different blockchains to serve as their platform. The problem with this dynamic is that when different applications built on different layer one solutions want to communicate with one another, there is no immediate ready bridge for them to do so. For instance, what if a decentralized application on Ethereum wants to communicate with another application that is built on Solana. What's the solution? Enter Polkadot. Polkadot allows projects to build blockchains specific to that project's needs and then communicate with other applications built on other custom blockchains. That's why Polkadot is considered a layer zero solution because it underlies layer one solutions and connects them with one another. Polkadot's native dot token serves three purposes, which are staking, governance, and voting on which projects are supported. Some may be wondering if the voting process involves an interest-bearing loan or RIBA. This is sometimes referred to as parachain auctions. I personally don't see this as RIBA since there is no true loan to start with. A true loan involves a lender and a borrower who can spend the borrowed money. In the case of voting in Polkadot, when you use your DOT tokens to vote, no one can spend your tokens. They are simply locked in the protocol for a period of time. So because there is an absence of a loan, Reba is not a suspect. It's not gambling either since it's not a zero-sum game. 
at the end of the lockup period, you will for sure get your tokens back, which may be worth more or less than what they were when you locked them up. So there is an element of risk there as well. In light of this, I see the voting process on Polkadot as more of an investment than I do a rebuild loan or gambling. Therefore, I find nothing inherently objectionable in Polkadot's utility or the utility of its token DOT. So I'm comfortable investing in Polkadot from a halal perspective. The second cryptocurrency on our list is Dogecoin with the symbol Doge. Dogecoin is perhaps the simplest token to understand it has no inherent functionality other than it has a price on the open market and it can be traded for example and this is 100 true i recently paid a developer in indonesia using dogecoin the transfer fees from my dogecoin wallet to his were minimal and the transfer itself happened instantly while many people tend to frown on dogecoin as a serious investment because it started out as a joke, the origin of this coin is hardly a determinant for what it ends up becoming. There are many instances of things that started off as a joke and ended up winning. From a halal perspective, I will agree that the vast majority of Dogecoin's value comes from people speculating about the future and hoping it becomes something with more substance. However, speculating about the future, contrary to popular belief perhaps, is in no way haram. Speculating is a necessary component of investment activity. Valuing a company, for instance, is simply the exercise of discounting future cash flows to present day. The word future in future cash flows should tell you that there is a good deal of speculation in this activity as well. What is haram is gambling, which happens in zero-sum games where there is no good or service. In the case of Dogecoin, speculation or not, there is a good involved and they are the actual Dogecoin tokens. So is Dogecoin halal? Well, I find nothing inherently haram or objectionable about Dogecoin or its intended utility. The third coin on our list is Binance USD with the symbol BUSD. Binance USD is a one-to-one -one US dollar-backed stablecoin issued by Binance. This token can always be purchased and redeemed at the rate of one BUSD for one US dollar. Stablecoins like BUSD are useful in exchanges, transfers, and savings. I find nothing inherently haram about BUSD and I'm comfortable investing in BUSD from a halal perspective. The fourth token on our list is TerraUSD. TerraUSD, with the symbol UST, is the algorithmic stablecoin of the Terra blockchain. Algorithmic stablecoins are called this because instead of being backed one-to-one -one by some other asset, they rely on an algorithm to keep their price stable. The algorithm increases supply of this stablecoin when demand is high and decreases it when demand is low. Algorithmic stablecoins should only be trusted to the extent you trust the algorithms behind them. For me, I don't really trust any of these algorithms. Therefore, I would never keep any type of savings in an algorithmic stablecoin. When the algorithm breaks, for whatever reason, you don't want to be around with your savings to witness it. Is Terra USD halal? Well, I can't really point to anything that would make Terra USD inherently haram. And I know that demand for the stablecoin is primarily driven by people who are depositing it in Anchor protocol and earning interest. However, this stablecoin doesn't increase in price, so you're not profiting from that. And more importantly, the drivers of demand for this coin will likely change. The potential uses of stablecoins are basically as numerous as those of traditional currency. As the coin matures, you're likely going to see the drivers of its demand 
being a lot more diverse, that is, if it manages to survive. So in summary, I'm comfortable investing in Terra USD from a halal perspective, but I would not trust this stable coin for anything other than a quick exchange or transfer. The fifth coin on our list is Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu is similar to Dogecoin with the added wrinkle of being compatible with smart contracts. Although I should mention that a bridge that connects Dogecoin with smart contract capability is being worked on. I will grant that the practical use cases of Shiba Inu are few and far between, and that its billion dollars worth of market cap is basically driven by pure speculation and not much more. However, as we said in our review of Dogecoin, Speculation is not haram in Islam. It is indeed a necessary component of all investment activity. What is prohibited in Islam is gambling, wherein there is no trade, there's only a zero-sum game. If you buy Shiba Inu, you are trading something in exchange for Shiba Inu tokens. Accordingly, I find nothing inherently haram with buying Shiba Inu tokens and speculating that the future for this token will have a lot more substance than it does right now for example. So I'm comfortable investing in Shiba Inu from a halal perspective. This is not to say I think it's a good investment, as I said in the beginning, or that it's one that you should be making. And this applies to all of the cryptocurrencies I've reviewed. I'm simply saying that from a halal perspective, I don't see any violations and therefore I'm comfortable with it. If you want to follow my crypto and stock portfolios, access privileged content, and a whole host of other perks, consider becoming a PIF member. Link to do so is in the description. Until next time, make sure to take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.